Hello. On this podcast, we usually talk about movies, their faults, their flaws, and their plots. So, you should expect some spoilers, but not today. I guess you've been warned? Or Welcome to Plot Spackle, John would normally say, but if you don't notice, uh, we don't have a John here. I know that they can tell, because in a purely audio medium, they can see who's not here. Very perceptive. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's they're like the daredevil people who can like see sounds or whatever. Ooh, synesthesia is cool. But if not, um, John unfortunately has come down with a severe case of the man flu and is unable to be here. And due to a plethora of life events in the last couple months of 2022, we are going to just do a different kind of episode than we normally do. So that we do not leave you, our dear listeners, without something. Eric and I have decided to take a look at upcoming movies for 2023. Yep, and I don't know how you have your uh, your movies um, categorized, Richard, but I've gone through and I've gone, or I have mine categorized as, we'll see in theater, might wait for streaming, or how dare they. <laughs> how dare they? I have not... I have not actually categorized them anywhere near that well. Well, I just kind of had the uh, list of how soon will these be released? Oh, I didn't look into that. I'm pretty sure. I, I think most of these have trailers. Um, I guess two on my list don't have trailers, but one is the uh, one that I don't know if it has a trailer is the how dare they. So I kind of want to get that out of the way. So we can okay. talk about better things. So, uh, and please let's hear this. How dare they? So my, how dare they movie is called last train to New York. Oh, uh, the one that we decided should have been called deadline. Yes. If in case you haven't heard that episode or, or are new to the podcast, um, we did an episode on train to Busan. It was an, it's an extremely, well-made zombie movie. It's well, it's great. You should definitely go see it if you haven't. And the powers above have decided that they need to bring it out for American audiences because Americans are just too stupid to read subtitles. Now I, we, we talked about this, that it was in production, but when I looked on the IMDB website or their list of upcoming movies, that was one of the, that was on there. So how dare they? I'm not going to go see it. I, I plan on, if it comes to streaming, it'll be like maybe in a year or two streaming. Do you want to know the next How Dare They? Yes. Also slated for 2023 is going to be Planes, Trains, and Automobiles remake. Do you happen to know who's starring in that? I, let's see. Uh, they have decided that they're trying to cast it as the where it was guys in the first film, it's got to be girls in the next film. And they're trying to do Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz. Yes, because uh, gender swapping totally works. Absolutely. I know uh, back in 2020, when they first talked about doing the reboot, they were going to do Kevin Hart and Will Smith. Oh, I guess uh, Kevin Hart might do it. Will Smith is... Uh, I don't know how well he's uh, going to work with in the... Uh, Oh, you know, no, it would be funny 
if instead of Kevin Hart, it was maybe uh, Chris Rock. I can see that. Who did he slap? It was Chris Rock, right? Yes. Okay. That would kind of be the. Uh, I don't want to say um, it. Probably, yeah, it probably wouldn't work. I don't. Th- yeah, I I would put this in my how dare they column. Okay. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to it. I didn't even know it was coming out, but. Yeah, it's there's projections on it, but there's not any kind of like there, there's not a production poster or anything like that yet. So. Okay, then. Well, there's the. I don't know if you have any more. How dare they columns or movies for the. For the uh, our indignation. Uh well, let's see. The how dare they's. I. I don't think I have any more that are like confirmed releases. Okay. Because there's a bunch that are kind of just okay, I guess. But there are. I don't know. I'm not sold on the whole Chicken Run 2 thing. Well, I saw that. I have not even seen... Well, I, I want to say I haven't seen the original Chicken Run. I might have seen it in bits and pieces. I mean, it's a movie that came out in 1999 or 2000. You know, we're coming up on almost a quarter of a century of time. How is that really part of the cultural zeitgeist that necessitated a... a Probably a soft reboot. Uh, sequel is the plan. Well, maybe a sequel, but they might have to do a soft reboot just to remind everyone about it. Kind of like how the Star Wars Force Awakens was is technically a sequel to the original trilogy, but they're trying to reboot or restart the the universe or the theatrical universe. I don't think they're trying for a theatrical universe with the chickens. Uh, I just know that apparently they're planning on releasing it to Netflix this year, and it will have been 23 years since the original was released. Well, Netflix will greenlight anything, so... Uh, I think it's just that Ardman Animation hasn't really done a whole lot. Because like they did the uh, Creature did. Comforts TV series. Do they do Shaun of the Sheep as well? I know that's a big thing on Netflix. Yeah, they do Shaun of the Sheep, and then they did Creature Comforts. Okay, but they haven't really done a whole lot of films. Mm-hmm. Well, like like you, I'm also not super sold on it. But Chicken Run didn't hold a a it doesn't have a place in my heart. Like I'm sure it's a good movie and whatnot, but it's no Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. That's the sad part. Like it wasn't a bad film. It's just like, it is one that I remember fondly. And if it's on, I wouldn't turn it off, but it's not one that I went, you know what needs a sequel? Um, I don't know. I totally blank. I was going to think of one of those uh, movies that definitely deserve sequels, like Tron Legacy. Yeah, that, that you are correct. Tron Legacy does deserve a sequel. Because, you know, Flynn lives. Uh-huh. Well then, Richard, let's listen. Could you give us a movie that you are excited for? Or a movie, a movie you'd like I, to share? That I'm excited for that's coming out. 
Uh, I am pretty stoked to actually see the amazing Morris. So I've seen ads for that. That's the uh, Terry Pratchett novel made yes. into a movie, right? Or was it an, mm-hmm. an was it originally a novel or was it a book first? Or I, sorry, what, was it originally going to be strictly a movie or was it a book first? It was a book first. So what's the plot for, or could you give us a brief synopsis of? Um, a brief synopsis movie? of The Amazing Morris? Sure. So uh, it would. it is a book by Terry Pratchett and it was supposed it, it is a discworld novel but it was specifically set out about uh morris who is a cat and a group of talking rats and a kid called keith and they have decided that they were going to run a scam on a town that they've used a couple of times before where the ta- rats pretend to infest the town Keith poses a rat piper to lead the vermin away for a small sum of cash. And Morris doesn't see anything wrong with this hustling. The rats find it immoral and convince that and convince Morris that this is going to be their last job. And they're that much, they're this close to retirement. And they're this close to retirement. The problem being that the town that they get to the people are already convinced of a massive rat infestation, have spent most of their savings on hiring two other rat catchers, and despite their efforts, food is continuing to disappear from town. And so they're going to have to, like, they have to start figuring out what's going on, because the rats are moving into the town. They find out there's a ton of rat traps, but no rats that aren't talking or thinking. And so they're trying to figure out exactly what's going on with this town. And I, I kind of assuming this was going to be a British only release, but is this coming? Is this coming to America? Let's see. The amazing Morris is. I thought it was. Let me check. Yes. It is coming to America. Nice. Uh, February 3rd is when this one comes out. So fairly soon then. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I guess in less than a month. So I'm I'm assuming it's going to be a kid's from, it looks like a kid's movie as well. So yes, it was like, it was originally written as a kid's book in the Discworld series. So awesome. That's exciting. I, I definitely do like the, um, Discworld movies. Oh, okay. I like a Hogfather, and um, I guess those are TV movies. But mm-hmm. more Discworld is always better, especially since we're. Well, okay, so that's not true. Vintage Discworld is better because I guess more Discworld includes the Guards Guards TV series. The Watch. That, that, that's it. Yeah, that is basically yeah. disc not Discworld except in name. Mm-hmm. Well then. So that's one that I'm kind of stoked for. Well, one I'm kind of stoked for is the Oppenheimer movie. It's a Christopher Nolan and probably Hans Zimmer. I don't know who's actually doing the um, the soundtrack for this movie, but he tends to do a lot of Christopher Nolan 
stuff. Uh, but it's basically a biopic about the creation of the atomic bombs with from the point of view of Oppenheimer, one of the lead scientists. And I, I'm I, I like Christopher Nolan movies. I'm not going to go too deep into it because I don't know know what it is it's about except for Oppenheimer. Let's see. I just want to see when it comes out. Oh, it's not even coming out till July. So it's July twenty first, twenty twenty three. So we'll get a little bit more uh, more background on the movie as more of it comes out. But from what I've heard, one of the cool things is Christopher Nolan has tried to use as much practical effects as possible. So it's become sort of a meme that yeah, Christopher Nolan detonated his own nuclear bomb just uh, for this movie because he wanted to be practical. Well, you know, you got to. Yeah, I plan on seeing. I I want to see that one in theaters. Um, uh, are you going to go for the IMAX because it is going to be one of the Nolan shot for IMAX films? Probably. It's you know, it's. I saw the Dark Knight in IMAX. That which was not the entire movie was made for IMAX, but certain scenes were, and yeah, I think it's one of those splurge to go see the IMAX for this movie. Okay. Let's see. Are you going to go and see the Mario Brothers film? I am. That is actually on my will see in theaters. Um, so my kids are huge Nintendo fans, uh, specifically my son. He loves Mario, Luigi specifically. And so, yes, we are going to go see the Super Mario movie in theaters. Okay. It was like that was that's one that I am like I kind of think I want to. So my kids don't really get to s- go to movie theaters very much because th- well they're young and I don't want to be one of those people. But that's fair. This will be one we probably take the family to. Okay, uh, that one and probably across the Spider Verse. Oh yes, that one. I don't think that one comes out till that November. was June. Oh, it's June. Even I it thought it was the end June. of the year. That's awesome. Although. Sad news. I just read that um, Nicolas Cage will not be reprising his role as Spider-Man Noir. Boo! So, was he too busy being in Renfield? I don't know. Although, I do want to see Renfield. Probably right. not in theaters, but I I definitely will watch it on streaming. Uh, I saw the trailer for that yesterday, and it, lo- it looks interesting. It's one of those, uh, probably one of those weird Nicolas Cage movies like Willy's Wonderland or is that Wally's Wonderland? I think it's Willy's Wonderland. Okay. Um, which is basically an, a five nights at Freddy's knockoff, but it has Nicolas Cage, but he says absolutely nothing in the movie. He might say one or two words. No, he doesn't. He has no lines in that entire film. And so, yeah, you, you it's one of his weird, but it's fun to watch movies. What about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Yeah, I'm conflicted on that one. Obviously, I have to wait for streaming on that one because I think it's only going to be streaming. Um, it might come to Disney+. Plus. I just don't know. I, I haven't really enjoyed a lot of the LucasArts properties that have come out recently. The Mandalorian's good. Andor was good. I didn't like the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. That one it was made not so light, good. But- it made lightsabers a joke. You could get killed by lightsabers and just be fine. Yeah, a lightsaber through the chest, walk it off. I mean, sure. But yeah, that... So I guess it depends, and I just... LucasArts 
or I'm sorry, Lucasfilm. LucasArts is dead and buried, but um, Lucasfilm properties are kind of 50-50. I might have to wait for reviews on that one. Although the de-aging for Harrison Ford looks really good. At least the trailer looked really good. Sure. I mean, they, they've had a lot of practice recently. I mean, ever since they started off doing it for Tron, I'm just saying, Disney, you don't have to come up with a new technology just to make a Tron film. I mean, I know people have asked for it. The the next whatever. I can't remember what it's going to be called, but Tron Uprising, probably. Who knows? Well, Uprising was the TV series. Oh, okay. With Elijah. Mm-hmm. That one was actually pretty good. But I watched the first episode, but I didn't have Disney. I think it was XD at the yeah. time. It's the the premium Disney channel, but now it's on, it's probably on Disney plus and I just have to spend time to go to it. It is. Well, let's see uh, other films that are coming out that are going to be big. Did you watch Dune? I did watch. Part I, two I is coming out. It is. I think. I'm conflicted about seeing that one in theaters. I didn't see the first one in theaters. I just waited for it to come out on HBO Max. Okay. But it wasn't as enjoyable as it, it probably was in the theater theater. Like the sound the screen. Yeah. The sound at home wasn't mixed very well. I think okay. they just kind of kept the original theater mixing. So you would have extremely loud surround sound and very quiet dialogue so i kind of think they just rush it to all right we don't need to work on the levels again i think that they just needed to have weird audio problems it's a dune legacy although one i will definitely go see in theaters is evil dead rises that's the next one i was going to ask about i just they recently released a trailer for that as of the as of this recording this one's um, like in a city now, right? I'm not sure. The trailer makes it seem like it's in kind of its own cabin in the woods, kind of like a spiritual successor to the original Evil Dead. But it, I, from what I've heard, it's a sequel to the 2013 Evil Dead. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But got to support my boy Ash Campbell. Or, sorry, Ash Williams played by Bruce Campbell. He's probably only in like a small bit of this movie, but I I definitely want to go see it. Yeah. I don't actually see Mr. Campbell on the cast list for this one. So if they do the same thing, like they did with the 2013 movie, he just kind of shows up as a cameo at the very end and he's uncredited. Okay. Cause yeah, I know that he is put down as executive producer with, uh, Sam Raimi. So here's hoping. Um, it definitely seems to be a little bit, it's probably scarier than the original Evil Dead movies. Yeah, probably. But that might just be for me to go see alone or uh, uh, without kids, I mean, and sure. probably not my spouse because it's too a scary. It is a scared. All right. What about the new Dungeons and Dragons film? So I thought about, maybe I'll go see that in theaters, but if we ever do get a group together to go watch it, I think I will just bail out the last 15 minutes or the like 15 minutes before we're supposed to meet up. I mean, they already did that once for their release date. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of have to keep the, uh, the trend going. 
Like it's, I'm pleased that they continue to try to make Dungeons and Dragons films. I don't expect any Dungeons and Dragons film they make to ever be good. It just, for me, it just seems like Dungeons and Dragons seems like a weird movie just in the sense that, oh yeah, you can take a Dungeons and Dragons story and make it into just its own standalone, um, standalone property fairly easy unless they're actually using like, okay, we're now in. We're officially in Faerun. Sure. Or, okay, there's different planes or whatever. I don't know. I don't, I haven't gotten most of the D and D games I've ever played uh, D and D that's, uh, you know, that's for those in the know. That's the shorthand for the, the cool kids who actually play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, it just seems like it's obviously wizards of the coast. They want to get into the, I think they want to make this its own in universe or this own, uh, cinematic universe. It'll just be under the Dungeons and Dragons logo. Yeah. Cause they've got the Dungeons and Dragons and then they have their subtitle. I don't even know what the sub, I'm just going to call it the Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons movie. It's the safer bet because probably it's going to bomb horribly and they'll try and Paramount will try to bury it with the other ones. They might bring some uh, straight to streaming movies on their Paramount Plus. Possibly. Oh, that's another movie that I have to, I will probably see this year. Speaking of Paramount Plus, the community movie. Ooh. Yeah, we're going to have to do like a party for that one. I might have to sign up for Paramount Plus for like a weekend just to watch it. I'd be in. So, you know, six seasons and a movie. They finally did it. What about John Wick 4? I am I am definitely excited for John Wick 4. It's it's one of those um I don't want to say candy movies, but it's one of those shut your brain off. It is a popcorn flick. Okay. And and I've enjoyed the other John Wick movies. The first one's obviously the best. Third one is it it probably goes in terms of quality 1 2 3 whereas 3 was trying to set up more of the John Wick universe. Yep. I know that they that the director has said that this one it probably has a bad end for Mr. Wick. So they can still keep it in-universe, but they don't have to keep relying on Keanu Reeves. Uh-huh. That's unfortunate. Um, another, so, completely off-topic, another movie I definitely want to go see is a, a, man named, a man named Otto. Have you heard of that one? Uh, you mean a man named O? Yes, but the American remake. Because we we have two. It's too hard to just say a man named Ove. I think his name's Ove, but he's Swedish. Uva, Mister Bull. But so we read that book as a book club last year, two years ago or so. Mm-hmm. I can't. But we really enjoyed that. It's a really good book. If you have not read a man named Uve. I have. Uh, okay, but I, I just mean like all y'all, like into the uh, podcast verse. Okay. I would highly recommend it. Um, if you get the audiobook from Audible, at least, well, the audiobook, it is narrated by J. Jonah Jameson. Okay. Or Omniman. I can't, I'm blanking on his, the actor's name right now. But, <laughs> um, uh, also, Cave Johnson. So. Mr. J.K. Simmons? Yes. J.K. Simmons narrates and he does a great job. Highly recommend the audiobook. And it, it's kind of a feel good movie with some uh, dark subject matter. But sure, it, I, or sorry, it's a feel good book. 
I'm excited to go see it. And I think that one comes out in February. We haven't really been saying when these are released, but they come out when they come out. All right, Richard, what's another one you're, you want to go see? One that I want to go see. I really actually do want to go and see 65. I don't think I I've think heard about that be, one. It's going to be super dumb. Uh, it's uh, about a astronaut that has a crash on a planet and discovers that he's stranded on Earth 65 millions in the past, 65 million years in the past. Okay. And it's, uh, got, so- it's the one that I'm like, Adam Driver looks like Keanu Reeves. Like, hardcore. Let so me I, send you a picture of this poster. I've actually, I pulled it up on IMDb right now. And the trailer started playing. And so I pulled it up on IMDb and the trailer started playing. Guess who is the um, a producer of this movie? Who? Sam Raimi. Heck yeah. So I think I would like to see this movie as well. It might turn into, uh, I don't want to say schlock, but it might be campy. Yeah, I, I'm kind of expecting it to be campy. But it is one that I was like, it's time travel and dinosaurs. But now, now the question, Richard, in your opinion, is this going to beat out this seminal top, uh, tier one Jurassic, Jurassic Galaxy? Galaxy? Yeah. Ooh, that is a tough call. I mean, they've got a lot bigger names attached to this one. So that that could be a good thing. I know on uh, there was oh, who else was involved in this one because I like there were a couple of reasons why I was actually kind of excited for it. Uh, it's the it's Scott Beck and Brian Woods. It was the people who did a Quiet Place who are doing this one. Uh huh. And that Quiet Place was a great movie. Yeah, it was pretty fun. So I was like, I'm. I'm more on board than I think I would have been if it was just guy gets stuck in the past. So, but so, I'm like, yeah. do they ahead. have a date for this one? Uh, it's March 17th, St. Patty's day. Uh-huh. Fortunately, I will probably be watching uh boondock saints at that time, but look, we don't have to see it on the 17th. Probably not. I don't even know what, uh, what day is the 17th this year. Oh, well, I mean, of March, but there's lots of 17ths in 2023, at least 12 of them. Let's see. It's a Friday. It is a Friday. Yeah, I I definitely, maybe we should do a patron episode where we talk, we go see this and then we do a review about it. I'd be in. Patrons, if you're interested, let us know. I mean, they don't really have a choice. They just have to tell us. Yeah, go do that. Or, hey, we want to come with you. Exactly. Maybe it can be a thing. So, I have one last movie that I'm kind of excited for, but I just don't know if I want to go see it in theaters, because I'll probably forget. Okay. It's Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Okay. Beast Wars the movie. Basically. I loved Beast Wars as a kid. Even though, like, going back and watching the old clips, <laughs> boy, there were some rose-tinted glasses right there. 
Yeah, yeah, it really, it didn't age super well. But I, I know it's in the kind of rebooted Transformers universe. I haven't watched any of those, so I don't... Yeah, it's it's a prequel sequel for Bumblebee. And I haven't seen Bumblebee, unfortunately. Or, not unfortunately, but just, I haven't seen it. But, like, I, I was a huge Transformers, Beast Wars nerd as a kid. Those were the Transformers I collected. Okay. I, I guess I did have some of the more original Transformers, but I definitely got more into the Beast Wars Transformers. Or the Beast Wars toys. Okay, that's fair. And which, let, let's go over the, the big question. Which superhero film are you, I wouldn't even, I hesitate at this point to say excited for. Which one of them are you most willing to watch? Um, I mean, I guess Guardians. A bunch. There is a bunch. I saw that on the on IMDb, but in all honesty, it probably, if I were to rank them, Deadpool three. Okay. Deadpool and, and Infinity. Then, and then, uh, guardians of the galaxy part three. Okay. Or whatever. It's subtitle subtext. Yeah. Is. Um, Isn't and then that's guardians of the galaxy three. And then that's kind of it. Those are the only two I'm actually interested in no uh ant-man 3 for you i totally forgot that was coming out but i and we could probably do another episode about this but i kind of think the phase four of marvel killed it for me okay well i am i guess that's kind of i kind of think endgame killed it for me mostly because endgame was really good and then i I just started getting marvel fatigue See, I think my biggest problem was that they they wanted Phase 4 to tie into all of these TV series. And I have a hard enough time watching all of the films. And then you're like, oh yeah, we're going to pull in this character uh, in, the, in the new Mar- like Captain Marvel sequel. We're going to introduce the Kamala Khan off of the Miss Marvel TV series. I'm like, I never watched it. Mm-hmm. Why, why would I care now? I don't have time to commit to your like six hours of TV series if I don't have enough time to commit to your two hour film. Exactly. I, I watched Loki, Winter Soldier, uh, Hawkeye, and in all honesty, they weren't great. Uh, Winter Soldier and Captain Falcon or whatever. That one... I don't know. They're just, they're not good. See, like Loki, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Cause it like, and it was just kind of its own thing. Um, the moon Knight was actually pretty good, but I think the biggest stand, like the strongest point for it was that it had no ties to the greater Marvel universe. I, I kind of forgot about new night or moon Knight, yeah. which is kind of a, I guess, there was Mar like I want to say there's Marvel fatigue. There was there's like five so many. And I so think, like I really think they probably should have just waited like two years, done didn't do any more, and then 
did the same thing that they did back at the beginning and introduce a couple more, uh, some different heroes from different comic book series to get you invested in them and tell a story about them. I think the reason they did this, what or phase four is the way it is, is because a lot of their big actors are starting to age out of their contracts and they're, they're just costing away too much money. So they need to start introducing cheaper actors to carry the franchise. But I'm not going to go, I'm not watching an Avengers movie because Hawkeye's not daughter is in it. Kate Bishop. That's her name. Um, Although I did like that they introduced um, Dinaf. Oh gosh, I can't remember his name. Uh, the Kingpin in the last two episodes of Hawkeye. But if we were to go into that one, they re- definitely should have introduced Kingpin earlier. Yeah. So, all in all, Phase Four of Marvel was I. I guess the best movie was that it was probably Spider Man No Way Home which was near the beginning. And that's just because we got to see uh, the old Spider-Man's return. Yeah. I, I was, I wanted to be excited for uh, Dr. Strange two into the multi multiverse or whatever, but multiverse of madness, w- whatever. Unfortunately, I think Disney kind of hobbled Sam Raimi in that movie. And yeah, the best part of that movie was uh, Bruce Campbell. Not going to lie. The pizza Papa. <laughs> he always gets paid. So yeah, just in short phase four, didn't really seem to do anything. I mean, all the Marvel movies tend to, at least up until this point, uh, hinted towards the next big feature like Iron Man. You had, um, Samuel L. Jackson come in and talk about the Avengers in Avengers. You had Thanos show up and then Thanos became the next big bad for the next two phases but as soon as thanos is gone okay do i think they're trying to set up king the conqueror yeah i'm pretty sure they are because i know that they were that's one of their big deals with uh ant-man 3 mm-hmm. is that they were going to bring in kang but did they they i don't know if they talked about him in well they didn't talk about him in winter soldier and the falcon they didn't talk about him in moon knight um I don't know about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, or Miss Marvel. It just seems that would like there's me having watched any of them. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those either. I watched Moon Knight. He's not brought I, up there. No. And so it just kind of seems like, all right, you're spinning your wheels. So, all right, so let's let's go with the other side of the superhero thing and talk about the various DC films then. Because DC is not what doesn't want to be left out. Mm-hmm. They've um, got Aquaman, uh, Craven the Hunter. I thought Craven and, was Sony. Uh, no, because no, Craven's no. a Spider-Man villain, isn't he? Oh, you're right. Craven is a Spider-Man villain. Ignore that one. <sighs> Strike Craven from the record. He's not involved in DC at all. Uh, it, it, he he probably won't even get a movie, anyways. Blue Beetle. Uh, Craven the Hunter is slated for release on October 6th. Oh, he has an actual date. I thought it was just kind of like, yeah, we're bringing out a Craven movie. Yeah, no. Because uh, I remember it's got the guy who played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. 
Oh, okay. Is playing Craven. I hope he bulks out for that. One can hope. But let's um, see. Yeah. Aquaman, Blue Beetle, and The Flash. See, I'm conflicting films. The Flash will happen eventually. I'm kind of conflicted, though. June 16th. Uh, oh, I know they pushed it back a whole bunch, especially because of Ezra Miller and what they have done. Like he, he's kind or sorry, they have kind of gone off the, uh, the deep end. They's a little cray cray. Mm-hmm. Cause like it was supposed to be released back in 2018 and then they, and so let's see. I am excited to see Michael, uh, not Michael. Ke- oh yeah. Michael Keaton back as Batman. Yes. But, um, from what I've heard, uh, They've they've shaken up the DC uh, management, and they've canceled the the uh, Michael Keaton bat- standalone Batman movie that was coming out, which it was supposed to be Batman Beyond, or that was the what, what the rumor was. Okay, but they canceled a whole bunch of DC projects. Sure, you know I would have been more interested in a Batman Beyond film. I'll be honest. I- I would have to, I kind of think, um, this flash movie, it will probably be the kind of a tie into the flashpoint comic where they uh, just use it. to reset. That's what I've heard. The current plan is that it's supposed to get a bunch of multiverse shenanigans going on so that they can do whatever they want without trying to trying to say that it's part of a connected universe. And they probably don't want to keep paying Gal Gadot, uh, Henry Cavill, and other famous actors that cost yeah. way too much money. Although I am kind of upset that Henry Cavill is no longer the Superman. Although or the Witcher. Will... Yeah, but he is starring in a, uh, or he is producing and probably starring in a Warhammer 40k uh, series for Amazon. Henry Cavill, you are such a nerd, and I love that. Hopefully he can play our uh, beloved emperor who saves and loves you specifically guardsman. Let's see other film, other notable films for the next year. Uh, the new Disney Pixar elemental is the middle of the year. I don't think I've even seen a trailer for it. I think I've seen um, promotional art, but I haven't seen a trailer for it either. Let's see. Oh, we're finally getting that next mission impossible film. Oh, I think, shoot, I closed the, closed the page, but, um, yeah, I think it's a part one. It is a part one. So we'll have to see. We get Simon Pegg in this one. So I think, so we've done mission possible one and two, I think three is when he shows up and he's basically in every single mission possible after that. Okay. So. We'll have to do an episode to make you watch the third one. Oh, do we have to? Well, because yes, we have to do the third one so we can get to the good ones. Oh. Because I can't remember which Mission Impossible it is, but Henry Cavill is in one of the Mission Impossibles. I think it's the newest one or the second newest one. And he's he is good in that one. All right. Well, I'll keep taking your word on these. I mean, I've, I've only seen, like, 
I think I started the Mission Impossible movies with, I saw one and then skipped to five just because I didn't know I had watched one. That seems like probably the proper viewing order. But from what I've heard, it gets, the Mission Impossible movies get really good after, at four or five, one of those two. Okay. All right. And your opinion on the Wonka movie? I haven't seen anything about that. Um, it's it supposed has... to be young Wonka meeting the Oompa Loompas. Oh, it has uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet. What? Yeah. However you pronounce the French Chalamet. name, Chalamet. Um, why? Probably, I, I probably wouldn't put that in the "How dare they" section. I like my honest bet is that they're about to lose film rights to the to Wonka, and so Warner Brothers is putting out a new Wonka film. Yeah, that. That definitely makes sense. It's kind of like whatever company had the rights to the Fantastic Four or the Avengers or whatever in 1991. Four. 1994. And then they just kind of slapped a super low budget Fantastic Four movie together. And then didn't release that one. I have not. Maybe that should. So we talk about a lot of patron episodes, but maybe that should be a. Maybe we could do a patron watch along or something. It would be worth it because like that movie is so bad, but honestly, like watching it with friends and making fun of it so bad, it's pretty good. So it becomes a so big movie. So bad. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asterisk with friends with friends. Cause if you're just watching it by yourself, you're like, man, it's so sad. Every time the human torch puts his hand just off screen, and they shine an orange light on him. Such effects. I think the only other like big film that I'm aware of is going to be number 10 in the Fast and the Furious franchise. Oh, they already came out with 10. No. Oh, so they didn't. I don't know. I kind of stopped after three or four. Right. And... I, I, I think I stopped after two. Because... You have whichever um, one was Tokyo Drift. I think that's three. Okay, that's where I stopped. Was after that one. I think that's the last one I saw too. So I don't know, but maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's like the Mission Impossible films, and if we just skip straight to like five, we'll have a good time again. That's what I've heard. You kind of, they take themselves seriously up until a certain point. Then they just become popcorn flicks where it's like, you know what? Just, uh, just go along for the ride. But you know, it's about family. Yeah. Well, so I think I've, I've gone through all the movies I want to see or want to at least want to talk about. Yeah. I think I've got gone through pretty much all of mine as well. I don't know how long we've been recording, but this short episode is probably like 40 minutes long. Yeah, you know, a good full length episode. Sure, that's the important part, really. And well, we I mean, didn't we have John here to talk about the all of the horror films that are supposed to be coming out. We talked about Evil Dead Rises. Um, really quick, it looks like they're remaking The Exorcist. The again. Exorcist. They're doing uh, another Saw film. Oh, Scream uh, Six. The The Nun Two, Haunting in Venice. Uh, let's see. There were a couple of other ones that I was like, all right, I just uh, saw this fear the dark. 
Uh, Teen Wolf is getting another film. Like a, I thought they already made a Teen Wolf 2. Uh, yes, but this is not Teen Wolf 2. This is Teen Wolf the movie. I thought they already made a remake to Teen Wolf. Well, see, this is a film for the Teen Wolf TV series. Mm, well, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. And they're putting out um, Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. See, the thing that makes me the saddest part with the Haunted Mansion was originally they were going to have Guillermo del Toro direct, you know, direct it. A guy who does really good horror movies. A guy who does good spooky films. And he wrote it and stuff moved around and then they're like, okay, he's not actually going to direct it, but he is the guy who's doing the writing for it. And then a couple more years go by and they're like, uh, we're not going to make Yelmer Del Toro's one because it's too scary. Isn't that kind of the point? I don't know. That you would think that that would be the point for a show called Haunted Mansion. Oh, well, it could be worse. They could get Eddie Murphy in it. Oh, wait. Oh. Maybe we should do that as a Halloween episode this year. I don't know. <laughs> uh, at least when the movie comes out, we'll we'll talk about that one. Okay. But yeah, I think th- those are all the films that I was really excited to talk about. And um, several I just, that we were less excited. I just saw this one, but We're Wolves uh, is coming out, which is a sequel to Into This, What We Do in the Shadows. It's slated to come out 2023. Really? So do we have any kind of like hard date? No hard date on that. So it's kind of like it's slated question. I'd go and see that. Like if it comes out, I'd go and watch that one. I would too. I, I love what we do in the shadows. It is very fun. Um, so yeah, that's basically all the movies I'm interested or what would want to see. I'm sure others will come up. But if you want to let us know on Facebook which movies you would like to see, leave us a comment under under this post. It should come out on Tuesday. The something something. But let us know on Facebook at Plot Spackle. Or let us know on Twitter at Plot Spackle Pod. Same question. Or if you've got your own screenplay that should have been used instead of uh, Last Train to New York. You can send it to us at plotspacklepodcast at gmail.com. And really quick, I would like to thank our patrons as well who help this podcast continue on and on. It's true. Without you, I promise we would have let John just die from the man flu and not bother recording. Instead, here we are. And each in our own houses, just enjoying it. Yay, freedom of the internet. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. So now that we've gone through all of those, we can look at all of the Bollywood films that are supposed to come out this year. Is there a list? Let's see. Should we do an over-under guest? Look, I'm just saying that there is, in fact, a list of Bollywood films. The question goes is, 
do you want to go for uh, the breakdown of Bollywood? Because you're going to have to deal with the Gujarati, the Hindi films, the Bengali films, the Kannada films, the uh, Malayalam films, the Punjabi films, the Tamil films, and the Telugu films. 